Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Mr. Trey Biddy. Hey, guys. Thought up, you Trey? forgot about me for a moment. <laughs> no, no, no. He's worried about that stingray. He's trying to find yeah. a way that he can leave Pine Bluff today with that in his name. And they're not doing the drawing till tomorrow, Randy. It doesn't matter. i got to figure it out somehow. Trey, are you a, are you a Corvette fan? Uh, sure. I don't know. I, I'm not a huge <laughs> car person i guess I, I my car is like 13 years old i don't i'm just not like super into cars but uh if somebody gave me a corvette i think i would uh, ride that all over town sure <laughs> yeah. this tray is a mixture it's as if it has the classic corvette lines so i've got to say that i mean it, for any who are familiar with corvettes yeah over the years they have changed like all the other automobiles have changed. This one has a lot of the classic lines, but then the further that you go down the vet towards the back of the vet, one thing, my back end of my vets were always used for luggage, whatever it may have been, golf clubs, you name it. The engine is now in the back. And I didn't get a chance to pop the hood. They didn't trust me with the keys. So I, well, that's I, where you'd put your luggage, but I don't think your golf clubs would fit up there. Probably not. Not unless I just mm. took out the bag and, yeah. you know, didn't, didn't worry about a, a bag. But uh, then on the back, it's got what I'd call the fin. And the back, to me, is, spoiler. Where, spoiler, is where they have now put uh, some changes, if you will, to the style. Ferrari? Um, maybe a Lamborghini. I mean, it's got it's got some classic lines to it. I've heard it referenced. Uh, Joe kept calling it earlier the Batmobile. Um, I don't think Batman and Robin ever cruised around in something that nice. I mean, I <laughs> I know the Batmobile looked pretty good, but um, anyway, that's here at Saracen. Come on down. You got to play in order to qualify. And uh, the more you play, the more you qualify. So come on down to Saracens here in Pine Bluff, and uh, maybe you'll be the lucky one that wins that Corvette. I think um, that would be a deal breaker for me, though, on the uh, golf clubs, not being able to fit them in there. <laughs> my car currently, yeah. I can't. I have to take out my driver and my three wood to fit them in there, and uh, oh, no. that's the only thing. Uh, it's the only thing that really drives me crazy about it, but. Uh, if you can't fit the clubs in there, then I don't. That's, that might yeah, be I kind of, I, I, I kind of hear you on that. So I guess that disqualifies you and I then from wanting the Corvette. Is that got to have room for the clubs? Got to yeah. have room. Trey can always do what I used to do at times. Just put them in the front seat. Get it, you know. I don't have anybody yeah. riding with me, so I put them in the front seat. So to see problem solved. Boom, boom. Um, it, did anything last night? In the NFL draft, did anything surprise you? Now, I've, I've got one that surprised me, but I want to hear what you have to say. 
any of the any of the one through thirty one picks did anyone surprise you? Uh, the Texans messed me up a little bit because I I had the bet Saracen app and I I put a little money on uh, on Drew or uh, not on Drew but on uh, on C J Stroud going third and Will Anderson going second. <laughs> and my, you called it though. <laughs> no, I got it backwards. Yeah. No, no, I no. I mean, that that would have been my call. I would have been. I, yeah, yeah. But now, did well, you realize? The Texans traded up, and and you yeah, know, everybody you knew go. what they were doing. You knew they were going to pick the quarterback for that first pick. So, um, yeah, that um, that messed me up a little bit. It's fine. I think it messed up a lot of folks because I don't think many if expected to see C.J. Stroud based upon okay scuttlebutt leading up to yeah. the draft that he would go uh to that's how two. it works out though you, yep. you can almost count on it once it if a guy starts getting some like uh you know i think he's gonna fall you know that kind yep. of thought starts happening you know that somebody's kind of trying to put that put that message out there whether it's an agent sometimes it's an agent trying to run somebody else down that's not their client sometimes it's a team trying to kind of pour mouth the player so uh so there may be fall to him so but uh, obviously that wasn't the case cj stroud he was very coveted uh, as it turns out uh the other move that surprised me i didn't think anthony richardson would go at number four i didn't think he'd go that high yeah well everybody loves him Every, i mean like it's like well he doesn't really perform that great on game days but man he's got a laser and he can really run but you know his his game day not performances are haven't been that impressive, but everybody I think everybody just sees like the next Lamar Jackson in him or something. But uh, you know, there's a lot. I, I don't think that like I think Will Anderson's the best player in the draft. Okay, I think if it were me, I you know I don't know if you can draft a guy that's not a quarterback anymore, number one. But to me, that's that's whatever I do have to do to get Will Anderson. That's what I do. But I, I feel like everybody else kind of has. You know something that you don't just just love about him. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe some of the de- other defensive linemen that were in there, obviously, but they're such you know hard people to find. But you know, Bryce Young's five ten. You know, or uh, and it's not like he's just an electric runner. He can run, but he's not like electric. Um, you know, I, I don't. Everybody loves B. John Robinson. I'm not that impressed with B. John. He went eight, but yeah, I. To me, it's not it's not just a great draft this year. Especially in the first round, we'll see on the rest of it. But in the first round, it's not like to me, it's not just like a blow you away type of draft. I think the steal in the first round was at number nine to Philadelphia. I mean, that came from Carolina through Chicago to Philadelphia, but that was Jalen Carter, the big defensive tackle from Georgia. Uh, of course, I think the issues uh, are kind of. May have worked against him, the car wreck, uh, drag racing, whatever it was. I think that loss of life, I think yeah. that may have worked against him. Then I thought the biggest reach in the first round was Detroit uh, drafting the second Jamar linebacker from Iowa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought that was yeah. a reach because, I, I, I mean, I, I realized Gibbs had a great season a year ago, but I'm not sure – you should slot him all the way up at uh, number 12. But anyway, we'll find out. That's, that's the beauty of it. We'll find out. All right, Trey, what are your expectations tonight for Drew Sanders? 
I mean, I have no idea where he's going to end up, but, I mean, somebody who needs a, a linebacker that can also rush the passer, which is a lot of people, uh, I, I would hope that he goes somewhere in the 30s, maybe these within these next 10 picks, um, somewhere around there, I think would be would be a great landing spot for him. Um, but I, I couldn't tell you who's going to draft him. I mean, that's anybody's guess. All these mock drafts and stuff are a lot of fun, but you don't really know what somebody's thinking. But I, I think I don't think that he's a guy that's done anything but help his stock. You know, this offseason he put up really strong numbers, uh, nine and a half sacks this year, and can really hit and can come off the edge and rush. Uh, he ran a four-five-nine and a forty at thirty-seven inch vertical. I mean, those are all excellent numbers for a guy his size. So I I think he he's, he's coming off pretty quick here in the second round when it starts. What are your thoughts on Ricky Stromberg? Now, I, I don't see Ricky, obviously, second or third round, which is tonight. No. But where are you seeing Ricky Stromberg? Yeah, I think definitely Saturday, um, fourth, fifth, something like that. And, you know, probably Matt Landers, fifth, sixth. And then I think that will probably do it for Arkansas. Hard guys. to turn down four, three, five speed. Yeah. And he, yeah. And he, and he didn't drop many last year. No, the only one I can remember is that like first deep ball he had an opportunity to yep. catch and he, he dropped You're that right. one. Um, but after that, yeah, he was he was pretty sure-handed and he really got better and better as time went on. I think that Landers could have an NFL like I know he's getting you know probably going to get drafted, but like if, that doesn't mean you got a future. You know, I, I feel like he's a guy that could potentially have a future. He's got all the physical attributes. I mean, he's legitimate six four. Uh, he runs a four three, four three seven, at the combine. I mean, those are standout, standout. I mean, when you get a guy that size who can run that fast, I mean, I'm I'm a little surprised he's not projected higher. But what I've seen is like fifth round for him. So, but again, it only takes yeah. one team to jump up and snag you. Yep. That's. It just takes one. We've said that about whether it be the NBA or whether it's. MLB, or in this case, the NFL. It just takes one team. Let's talk to JD. JD, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. You got a question or comment for Trey? Thanks, Rick. I appreciate you taking my. Or I'm sorry, Randy, for taking my call. Uh, my question was actually for Rick. I didn't know he was off today. It's a baseball Go ahead, question. Fire away. We've done just as just. Okay. Just as well without Rick, I feel like. <laughs> okay. Oh. Wow. Oh, we got that on tape. <laughs> yeah. I know, well, I know what Randy's playing on Monday. I can, I can mess with Rick a little bit after 16. There you years. go. <laughs> okay, it's a baseball question, and this was uh, during the Razorback game last night. Uh, A&M was pitching. Uh, the count was 2-2 two and two on the batter. I can't remember who was batting. The manager comes out, pulls the pitcher with a 2-2 yep. count, brings the new pitcher in, and I think he threw two consecutive balls to Walker. Who's your responsibility as that runner? Is that the that, – with the 2-2 count, is it the previous pitcher or the new pitcher coming in? Previous. Previous. Yep. yep. He just happened to inherit a count. The okay. pitcher who came in and relief asked just a couple happened people to assume that, that count. I knew the yeah. answer to that too, what? so in case Rick's wondering. I know you would. You don't even need Rick. To it, so. <laughs> <laughs> and Randy too, isn't that, that 
Thank you, J.D. I appreciate y'all taking my call. You bet, buddy. At any time that you come in to replace and a pitch has already been thrown to a batter, that that's all on the previous pitcher? Mm-hmm. Yes. Just like base runners are charged the previous pitcher if they end up mm-hmm. being an earned run? Right. You inherit what you inherit. It happened in the uh, Georgia series, if I remember correctly. Dylan Carter came on in relief, and he inherited the bases loaded, gave up a base hit, two runs scored. I forget who the pitcher was uh, of record. Maybe Will McIntyre. I'm not sure. But um, those two runs went to um, the previous pitcher, and then if the runner from first had uh, come around and scored, then that would have been charged to the previous pitcher. But then anything that happened after that would go to the pitcher who allowed that base runner to get on and eventually score. So, yeah. it's uh, In fact, last night was, a, was a, another example of being in the right place at the right time. Now, I think he, he pitched – uh, Hagen Smith, he came in. He went four innings last night, but he came in when the score was tied. Yeah. So when Warfin uh, hit the two-run home run, now it turned Hagen Smith into a winner. He still could have lost the game had he allowed three of the runs. Ooh, heaven forbid, but three more runs, and um, had given up that lead, then he would have been. The losing pitcher. Speaking of Dylan Carter, Dave N. Horn last night after the game, quote, he's been sore and he's sore again, and that's probably not a good sign. Correct. But I think maybe some rest might be the um, the answer. The answer. Um, source told me today that uh, he did have an MRI, and thank goodness uh, there was no UCL damage so it may just be that uh, rest is an order for dylan carter but hey randy um, yes injury news real quick before i forget um i think you asked me to check in on the marion harris but yes uh, i did this this from a source close to the team and quote it was a sprained knee he'll be fine there you go that is excellent good news yeah Trey, I, I know I tend to go overboard sometimes with my evaluations, but I think this young man's got a chance to be an All-American at the University of Arkansas. He has got a ton of talent. When he stepped foot on campus, I heard Sam Pittman tell somebody and pointing to him going, now that's what they're supposed to look like. Now, yeah. Marion was about 375 pounds at the time, so <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not quite, but he, you know he's six seven, but he's down to two ninety seven now. So he's lost a tremendous amount of weight. So it's he's he's in the deal right now where it's you know take the weight off and then start now it's time to start packing it back on the right kind of weight. And once they do that, man, I think in about a year you could see a guy definitely pushing. You know him and the, uh, you know Andrew Chambly too. Uh, Chambly, he's I like know, he's him too. Not a guy that needed to lose as much weight as a Marion did, but he needed to, you know, he just needs to get stronger. Uh, but he, 
and you talk about like drawing up a left tackle, what they're supposed to look like. He he looks like it. And so, you know, those two guys, Patrick Kudis, you know, that's a that's a really good trio. They got also Eli Henderson. You know, he's um, maybe not quite as far along, you know, as far as, far as his ceiling. But those th- first three guys I mentioned really really have a lot of potential. So they're just young right now. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, they are great looking prospects yeah uh, i was watching that play trey in which emarion was hurt and what happened um if you remember we so often now see a running back who will be fighting it may have been rocket sanders who was fighting for extra yards and all of a sudden now they get into this rugby scrum and emarion yeah. jumped in there along with some other of the offensive lineman and started pushing and that's when he got knocked down and i thought immediately oh no that's the worst kind uh when an offensive lineman even though they've got those knee braces on they get caught in that pile and somebody comes up and they're they're trying to Mm -hmm. add to the push and um when he went down i thought "Ooh, i hope that's not anything serious because i had focused on him for multiple plays uh, just to see how he was progressing, and I thought he was doing well up until mm-hmm. uh, that particular moment. But um, yeah, they got about eight news. guys right now. Eight guys you feel real good about on the offensive line. Trey, have a great weekend, and uh, yep. we wish your daughter the very best tonight in her performance. So that is Trey Beatty of HawkSports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Drive Time Sports will continue.